Good morning, Columbus area listeners and podcast area listeners. This is Gary Demas on the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. Really glad to have you tuned in this morning. And Jamie, we've got an interesting topic today that we'll be getting to here in just a minute. That's right. right. Yeah. So I just want to invite everyone to check out our website, stavefox.com. We have a lot of great information there about remodeling. Obviously, this show is about remodeling uh, residential, right? Not commercial. Correct. And um, as I say on the website, there's tons of photographs. People get inspired by those. We'll bring them into our showroom and say, I want something like this in this picture. Of course, they get those from Pinterest and House as well. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, I suppose. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. And then there's DayFoxRadio.com where people can go and look at all of our radio shows we've done over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. All kinds of good stuff out Lots there. Lots of stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So today, Jamie, why don't you introduce our topic? Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about surviving a kitchen remodel mm-hmm. and kind of some steps that you can take to not only prepare, but, you know, I think something at least you always say is we're trying to... You know, we're in people's lives in a very big disruption. Mm-hmm. It's a very big disruption in life. And the more we can do to help people kind of get through that the best way possible, yeah. the better. Yeah. Um, and so these are just kind of some tips, tricks, things to consider for living through it. You know, I just happen to have the thought, there's probably somebody listening here that's been through a kitchen remodel or two, mm-hmm. and maybe they have some good ideas for us. Yeah. Maybe something happened in their remodel that was just very helpful to them. And we would really appreciate knowing that. You yeah. Can email us info at davefox.com and uh, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll share from our experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Definitely. But the homeowners, you know, when you're living through it, it's a little different point of view than if you're actually doing the work, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, you know, every person kind of comes up with things or comes across things differently. I mean, I think about it as like having a baby, a newborn at home. Every mom kind of has their must-haves. You know, Mm -hmm. oh, you have to have these couple items Mm -hmm. or you you can't live without this. And everyone has their own, you know, can't live without. Um, And sometimes they can be really helpful to hear other people's and and things like that. But yeah, I was um, one time on one of the Facebook groups I'm on for like moms, someone asked the question, like, what's the best mom advice you've ever been given? (laughs) You know, just in general. And so I was reading through it because it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And one of them was to do everyone's laundry separately. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Like to do each person's laundry as their own laundry. And I was like, that's kind of interesting idea. And so I started doing it. It is the best advice I've Why? ever been given. Why? It doesn't make sense to oh me. My, I, it makes every, it just makes it so it doesn't pile up. So everyone's laundry stays, you know, in their hampers until their laundry needs done. And especially with like three kids, I can space it so I'm not doing everybody's on Saturday. Um, and so instead of doing, so like if Carter, my son Carter needs his laundry done, I do just his laundry all together, wash it, dry it, and he puts it away. But it makes the loads smaller and it just makes it so much more manageable for putting it away instead of having to sort it and sort whose is whose and everything like that yeah. when you're going through it. Okay. Well, I could see, yeah, just letting it build up until it's a reasonable size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So it ends up being like for the my younger girls once a week, yeah. maybe once every five to six days. Okay. Carter, for some reason, goes through a lot more clothing. So his is like every three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, When I'm out working on the farm, I, I make 
A lot of clothes lot dirty of quick. Yeah. So my wife does a lot of laundry. Yeah, I bet. For like dirty jeans and mm-hmm. shirts and socks and all that I, stuff. I have it down to a science. I do 13 loads a week. Yeah. And it all has to be done like on its specific day. Otherwise, it messes the whole thing up. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you don't have to go to the laundromat, isn't it? It is a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gone to a laundromat? I have in, yeah. in college. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have, okay. but not Me a too. super fun place. Anyway, so I think these kinds of things, you know, where you're talking about tips and ideas for things that have worked for other people, um, everyone kind of picks up a nugget here or there from them. So hopefully this helps somebody. Yep. So we'd like to hear your nugget out there. Yeah. Got one. Absolutely. All right. So I think first and foremost, the mental prep Mm -hmm. is really important. I mean, you almost have to go into camping mindset. Um, that you're going to be camping for yeah. an extended period of time and, you know, not without, without your dishwasher, without maybe your full-size refrigerator. There's a lot of modifications and figuring out what those modifications are going to be up front too. Um, so maybe even before that of like figuring out your temporary kitchen solution and how what you need and how you're going to get it set up and where you're going to set it up and things like that. Hmm. You're making me uh, anxious to go camping now. Oh, yeah? Camping is fun. <laughs> I like glamping. <laughs> so the thing you're missing camping in the kitchen is the outdoors and the wilderness and fresh air and yeah. stars in the sky. Yeah, and it'll include a little bit more like instead of fresh air, more like maybe a little dustier of air, yeah. <laughs> sometimes a little bit more humid of air if you just got drywall done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Like but work, yeah. Yeah. But I do think that mindset, though, of like being without. Kind of got to brace yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brace yourselves, plan ahead as much as possible, um, and plan i think you know you go through all this plan for the actual design of your new kitchen Mm -hmm. um i think you need to go to a pretty good extent of plan for your temporary kitchen as well yeah and kind of what you'll need because the last thing you want to do when you pack up your kitchen is pack up something and then miss it (laughs) you know or really regret it during your temporary camping situation yeah yeah Yeah, it's like forgetting something at home when you go camping you don't Mm want to do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I mean, I think first step would be figuring out where you're going to be setting up your temporary kitchen. What makes the most sense? Um, oftentimes, you know, if you have a basement bar, that works great, um, especially if it has running water. That's Do our easy. interior designers help people with that? Do they ever ask? I think it is part of the conversation, especially, yeah. you know, at that on-site meeting before the job starts. Um We'll, we'll ask, you know, where they're going to set up their temporary <clears throat> kitchen and things like that mm-hmm. and help them plan through that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's on our checklist. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we're moving appliances for them if we're moving a refrigerator mm-hmm. um, to that location or often it's a dining room off the kitchen if it's not being disturbed. Um, we also, I think, try to keep things running as long as possible or as soon as possible to keep them without a sink Mm-hmm. For example, yeah, like the sink, yeah. Yeah, right. for as short a period of time. We'll cut as the possible. countertop on both sides and leave that cabinet there as long as we can. Yeah. So. Yeah, we try and be humane about it. <laughs> yeah, although it is out for a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think um, you know. I remember. I can't remember who, but one client I remember saying, 
Um, one thing they did not account for in the budget was how much eating out they did. Oh, yeah. And I thought that's a fair point. You know, you really are going to be eating out probably more than you typically would. Mm-hmm. Um, or the pizza delivery guy is going to be coming to your house. Right, also. Uber Eats, yeah, mm-hmm. DoorDash, all the things. But um, planning that as part of your budget might not be a bad idea, yeah. depending on how tight of a budget you're on. Um, and yeah, thinking ahead, I we started something this year that we try and try a new restaurant every single month. Yeah. Some, doing something like that to make it fun might hmm. kind of help you get through it too and gives you something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And that way too, you're not eating out out of a need of, oh, I don't have anywhere to cook. It's like an exciting, like this is our thing. <laughs> yeah. We go do this, you know? Yeah, so make bringing, it part of the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. making it part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be eating out more, you might as well come up with 20 yeah. new restaurants you want to try and yeah. just do Instead it. Instead of spur of the moment, mm-hmm. you know, give it some thought and give yeah. it some places that you've always wanted to visit or or go to the places that you know are good yeah yeah absolutely all right so um once you figured out where your kitchen's gonna go you're gonna want to kind of figure out what you're gonna need in that space as well and how to get it there your temporary kitchen yes in your temporary kitchen so we on the day fox home remodeling show today are talking about prepping for a kitchen remodel which can be quite extensive if you've never gone through it before we'll be right back Planning for a kitchen remodel right here on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Imagine that, Jamie. Yeah. Okay. It's a big part of it. Yeah. It's a big part of the mental side of it, too, I think, as you're going through it. You know, we've talked about on the show before the emotional roller coaster of remodeling. Sure. And I think this kind of plays into that. Mm-hmm. And if you're really well pre- well prepared, it can help you handle that emotional roller coaster a lot better than if you're ill prepared for the living through it. Mm-hmm. That emotional roller coaster is going to go really yeah. out of hand. <laughs> the popular phrase that we use a lot is managing expectations, yes. which is so crucial. So if you're just tuning in, maybe you missed the first segment. This is the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Today we're talking about prepping for a kitchen remodel, which the kitchen obviously is the heart of the home. That's where all the activity takes place. Everybody always congregates there at one time or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first place almost when you come home you know, from work, from school, from play. Yeah. You're always heading in the kitchen, right, to get yeah. a snack or to find out what's happening or who knows what. Yeah, absolutely. So when we go in there and tear it all to pieces, it creates a little bit of a challenge in normal day-to-day activities. Yeah, I know. And I mean, in a lot of homes, the kitchen area that will be kind of blocking off and taking over ends up acquiring almost half of their first floor. Um it, it can anyway really take up a lot of the first floor so you also have to you know adjust to if you're an entertainer you're probably not going to be entertaining for a while yeah um and kind of making plans out of the house and with other people going to other people's homes mm-hmm. maybe letting them cook for you yeah invite yourself to your neighbors <laughs> yeah or your absolutely friends or... get closer with your friends <laughs> um, you can call and say hey we're going through a major kitchen remodel and then just pause <laughs> oh really oh, uh yeah we, awkward you know, silence yeah, yeah. Right. can take you real far <laughs> highly recommend it yeah um but we were talking about briefly where that kitchen temporary kitchen is and what you might need for it so mm-hmm. you kind of want to walk through your day of like okay i need my coffee i need my breakfast my lunch my dinner you know if you have kids at home and you're packing a lunch 
kind of thinking through those steps of what you need, what you need to be able to store. Do you need to store those lunch boxes somewhere every day? And yeah, have a toaster. And a toaster, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a toaster is very helpful. You'll be amazed the things that you can toast that you've never mm -hmm. thought of toasting before. Or a toaster oven. A toaster oven, it might be a purchase that you make if yeah. it's not something you have. Mm -hmm. um, it can definitely be worthwhile. Crock pots can be great. Also planning ahead so that you pre-make meals and freeze them. Yeah. You know, if you have a deep freeze in your garage or basement and you have that ability to freeze a lot of food, that can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if, just thinking through everything you need. Um, it is a time period that you tend to be more wasteful. So if that's something that really bothers you, you might want to kind of mentally prepare for that too. You're going to use more paper plates and plasticware mm -hmm. and throw things out. You know, we, at one time we had a checklist mm -hmm. and it, do we still use that? We don't use it. Okay. Um, we don't use it anymore, but we've been talking about kind of revamping it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. We've had a lot of good ideas that just kind of <laughs> over time fall by the wayside. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sure any, uh, anyone that works can probably relate to yeah. that at their company that, yeah. you yeah. know, start things and then something always has to give, right? Yeah, but that would be handy if we got back into that and had a good creative checklist just to yeah. kind of prompt people and get them thinking about it ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, sometimes it's a really good time to get new sponges and things like that. You know, if you're used to using a dishwasher all the time and you barely sponge or clean mm. your dishes that often mm. it's something you're gonna be doing more of so making sure you get a really good sponge maybe it's one of the kind of stick ones with the bristles on mm -hmm. the end and lots of paper plates lots of paper, paper plates cups. that's and again if you're if you're someone that waste really bothers you you know mentally preparing that or maybe you buy one thing of paper plates and you say okay I'll commit to this, you know, and I'll at least go through these. And then, or maybe you're like me and you buy a whole bunch of paper yeah. plates. <laughs> or it doesn't bother you at all and you buy them all. And you That's go to Costco right. and just keep putting them in your cart. Um, but uh, I remember one client too said it was like a frat house in their house because there were red solo cups oh, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, so being prepared for the waste, being prepared for the meal prep um you know microwave is a good item to keep out sometimes if you already had if you had a built-in microwave you might go to target and just get yeah. a cheap one for yep. the time being you know um things like that but definitely thinking through everything that you need um i think of it as you know when we travel and we stay in a hotel room we usually all five stay in one hotel room which can be real cozy mm -hmm. but there's usually a mini fridge yeah. um which we take full advantage of and we always buy either bagels and cream cheese or a box of cereal and a gallon of milk or something for at least breakfast mm -hmm. in the morning because mm -hmm. otherwise at a hotel that's two hundred dollars to start your day um so that's like something we've always done so i could see kind of having that same mentality um living through a remodel it might not be exciting it might not be something new every day but getting simple things like that that can feed everybody for breakfast um and everyone just kind of has to be a team player and you're getting a bagel for breakfast yeah so really in terms of preparing your mental state it really needs to be for the whole family doesn't it oh absolutely yeah, yeah your kids have to be on board you have to be on board your spouse now, kids generally are a little more flexible and it's kind of exciting to see the kitchen all tore apart and yeah. to meet new people coming in and working on it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times kids enjoy that. Yeah. 
I think so. I actually sometimes wonder how many ta- um, kids kind of get sparked for the industry yeah. when they live through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be really cool. I remember we built a house growing up. You know what we I need to do, Jamie? And we did this like at some shows and stuff where we had like a little kids come up and yeah. became a little tool belt and a hammer and stuff. We need to start, you know, when there's, where there's young kids uh-huh. for our clients, we need to get them a little tool belt. I know. Hammer. It would be super cute. So that's that's your job in the okay. marketing department. All right. We used to have little hard hats, kids yeah. hard hats that we gave out. And then um, I'm trying to remember that Powell... Um, business chamber, I think, did a kid event, and they we gave them all to them to, for the kid event. So we don't yeah. have any more okay. of those. But we did. Let's order like some that. with like a little Dave Fox logo on the. Yeah, that would be cute. Apron. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, but no, the kids do. They get really involved and excited about it, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of want to come in swinging a hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we, every, now, every now and then we'll have a client that wants to do a little demo. They just want to tear a, tear a wall up or something. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always wanted to punch your hand through a drywall like in mm-hmm. the movies. This is your chance. I mean, it'd be a blast. Mm-hmm. If you have some teenagers in the, in the oh, house yeah. that need a little yes. therapy, just yes. give, them, give them a hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, Under supervision. Yes, of course. <laughs> Don't do it without asking us. <laughs> but I do think, too, you know, when you pack up your kitchen, kind of it gives you an opportunity to go through the items that you have in your kitchen and think, do I really need this? Do I really use this? Um, do I need to replace this? That kind of thing. Just mm-hmm. kind of scale down everything you have. Um, you're, you're actually moving. Yes. Partially. You're moving your kitchen. You know, you're not moving your whole house, thank goodness. Yeah. Nobody, but yeah. nobody likes to go through that. But yeah, just think of it in terms of your moving. So you always do a little just, cleaning, yeah, you know, you usually fill a dumpster <laughs> when you're moving your house. Yeah. So you can do the same in your kitchen. Absolutely. Purge mm-hmm. things. You don't need, you know, four of the same kind of utensil mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So going through it, kind of weaning it down a little bit, figuring out what you love, don't love, want to replace when it's done, that sort of thing. Um, and then planning your meals, um, kind of even trying some before you start the kitchen remodel of maybe new crock pot recipes or air fryer recipes, um, anything like that, that can help. And you can even make a remodeling cookbook, you know, for when you do the remodel, like, oh, this, I didn't, you know, I really didn't remodeling use Remodeling cookbook. There's um, another project for you, Jamie. Oh, okay. You could make a, <laughs> this is not going the way great, I thought it would, Gary. <laughs> giving me idea. a to-do list. <laughs> Really? Isn't that a good Anyways, idea? moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you hear the first on the Dave Hoxhorn Remodeling Show, a remodeling cookbook. And no. Jamie will get that put together and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we are working on our remodeler's cookbook, right, Jamie? No. Oh, okay. Not a thing. Okay, it's not a thing. <laughs> doggone it. All right, so we are talking about really prepping for a uh, kitchen remodel. So if you're out there listening and you think a remodeler's cookbook would be a great idea, you just email <laughs> info at, da- no, email Jamie at Dave Fox no, Remodeling. Don't do it. And tell her, Jamie, please, I would love to have that. Okay. <laughs> All right. You remodel my kitchen. I'll come up with a remodel oh, kitchen okay. cookbook. How's All that? Right. Um, but like I said, developing recipes that will work for not utilizing a lot of appliances or that might not create a lot of dishes mm-hmm. um, is going to be a good idea for you. And then 
um, either moving your refrigerator or getting a mini fridge or maybe you have a secondary refrigerator somewhere that you can utilize um, and using that freezer to store. You know, everybody can use a second refrigerator, right? I don't honestly know how people live with one. Oh, with one or without? With one. I, oh, I could never one, yeah. do just with one. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, that's very extra, but <laughs> I think that it is so helpful to have a second one. Yep. But yeah. And then stocking your pantry too. Um, you know, soup might become a regular part of your daily diet. Soup mm -hmm. is really easy. You can get canned soup. You can get the box soup. Yeah. Um, and you can microwave it, things like that. Kind of thinking through those types of items that uh, you can kind of stock up on, mm -hmm. hit up Costco and go to town. <laughs> um, and the plates, napkins, cups, all those types of utensils that you can have disposable yeah. um, is helpful. Um, another good kind of tip is, especially if it's going to be nice out at all or if it's not the dead of winter, planning to use your grill a lot. Um, the grill is fantastic, mm -hmm. uh, especially in a remodel. But just kind of learning more ways that you can use your grill. Yeah. Uh, maybe you invest in a cast iron pan or something that you can also cook with on your grill. Um, if it's far, if maybe you have it located kind of far from your door right now and it's going to be winter time, maybe you move it closer to the house, um, something a little bit more accessible so that you can even mm -hmm. use it in the winter. Now, if you have a wood pellet grill, you've got it made. Oh, yeah? you can grill through the winter time. doesn't matter. Mm. And you can turn it on with your phone. Oh, you can control the temperature fancy. with your phone. And it's, it is amazing. That is cool. You can smoke brisket overnight. If you wake up at 2 a.m., you can look at your phone and see what the temperature is. It's amazing. Amazing. Wood pellet grills, you need one. I I know. Well, air fryer is next on my list oh, okay. that I want to try. Do you have an air fryer? No. No? I don't either. But everyone loves them. Really? So I feel like I have to try one. Okay. <laughs> but you can make whole meals in the air fryer. You can salmon, broccoli, all the everything you need right in the air fryer. Really? Yeah. So I really want to well, try it. Why don't one. you get one and try it out? Let me know. How I know. Goes. I keep getting served ads or like somebody on oh, instagram you're talking about it so the I know. Phone, your phone's listening your conversation yes and that you're getting ads so now mm. i'm going to start getting them because my phone's listening that's to what right I'm saying. i know i'm sure you never see the you know the memes of the wives take their husband's phone and just start talking oh. about things that they like <laughs> near their phone uh, that's fun <laughs> jewelry <clears throat> diamond stores it's nearby it's scary if you think about it oh, it's terrifying <laughs> um but you know anyway um but I think also um, the, I don't know if you've ever gotten before, I get them on Amazon, but they have the kind of to-go containers that you would get at like a restaurant mm -hmm. that are pre-divided. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think those are a really useful thing for during a remodel because you can store the food as meals. So this way, again, you know, scaling back on the prep work that might go into something. So if you made yeah. a meal and went through all the effort of making it, and let's say it did, you know, require some cleanup, when you go to store it, instead of what you would typically do by putting each thing in a big Tupperware, putting them each in a meal size portions. So that way you can just take that one portion out and stick it in the microwave. Yeah. Um, can also be really helpful too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You know, the groceries have a lot of really good handy stuff too that's quick and easy. <clears throat> yeah. My wife loves to cook, and she's a phen phenomenal cook. 
but every now and then, you know, she just needs a break or wants me to pick up something on the way home or something. So I yeah. stopped, stopped by Whole Foods the other day and went to their the cold deli area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just fill a plate with a main dish, a side, and this and other. It's like 12 bucks. Yeah. And you just pick out what you want, and it's all done. You just take it home, heat it up, and eat it. And yeah. Good. Tastes like home-cooked food. I, it's Yeah, it is true. Um, we actually, we like getting their pizzas yeah. at Whole Foods. I don't mm-hmm. know what you would do for the sake of a remodel unless you had a pizza oven, but yeah. that'd be another really helpful thing to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you Have you seen those, what are they, the uni pizza ovens? Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. But anything like that that you have um, that you can get more creative with, I think is is a good asset um, for that. Also, you know, a lot of times when we're doing a kitchen remodel, we're also taking up the dining space. Um, if you have an eat-in kitchen, that's gone. Sometimes you took over your dining room as your temporary kitchen. Yeah. So also planning out for where you're gonna have your meals um, is another good idea. And maybe it's as simple as setting up a folding table um, mm-hmm. in the living room. Mm-hmm. But just kind of thinking that through where you're gonna have your meals, um, and the whole flow of things. Um, some houses, it can be challenging to kind of live without that area because let's say your entrance from your garage, you have to go through your kitchen to get to the rest of the house. Um, that can make it a little bit more cumbersome, but mm-hmm. otherwise I would plan as much as possible to stay out of the area altogether um, instead of trying to work with something in it and something out of it is just gonna create more <clears throat> It's probably going to yeah. create more dust going in and out of it too. Yeah, so. you know we've talked a lot about food end of things, but you know the living through the dust and the just the discomfort of you know having your house tore apart and mm-hmm. your normal traffic flow area, the the key traffic flow area in your whole house is kind of off limits now yeah. for a while. It's uh, it, it it takes some mental prep just to work yourself. Uh, into being able to cope with that for a while yeah and it's like i always tell everybody which is true every house i've ever lived in we've done major remodeling in Mm -hmm. and uh you know even me knowing exactly what to expect is still hard to live through me and my wife uh we're used to it but i mean the end result is like so worth it Mm -hmm. um so I don't want to scare anybody to death, you know, that hasn't done this before. If you have done it before, you know, you, you know the reward at the end. Yeah. And how it's really life-changing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just changes your whole world, really. Yeah. So it's worth some pain, and uh, you just need to go into it with that kind of a mental attitude. Yeah. There's parts of it that are downright not fun. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never remodeled a kitchen, um, so my only kind of glimpse at it was when our house flooded yeah it flooded into our kitchen mm-hmm. and it was all tarped off similar to how it would be in a remodel yeah. and yeah. we couldn't we could go in there but there were fans blowing and it was hot and it was terrible yeah and so we didn't um and it didn't go on as long as the kitchen remodel does but it definitely you know makes you realize how much you use your kitchen yeah um for sure especially for us we had no no uh heads up <laughs> that mm-hmm. this was happening so there was no planning ahead yeah but so and it creates some stress oh yeah and if you're going into a stressful situation with the right frame of mind it's so much easier than getting caught in a stressful situation situation without being able to prepare yeah it's a world of difference yeah 
I think too, you know, at first, when it first starts, it's so exciting yeah. that it doesn't really bother you. Right. Um, and then at the end, you not only get to maybe start utilizing the running water again or the sink or the dishwasher again, but you're getting so close that it feels like it's almost over. It's really that middle, mm-hmm. <laughs> that middle section yeah. um, is going to be kind of painful. So maybe, and it's also a good time to plan a trip sometimes, yeah. you know, you don't want to go away too long just in case something comes up that you're needed for, but it's good planning, I think is key. Mm-hmm. Yep. So here we are on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show talking about managing uh, expectations and basically living and surviving through a kitchen remodel. So we enjoy talking about this stuff. We do it every Sunday morning. We're going to be right back after this message. Welcome back. This is the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show, and this is segment four of our uh, morning show. And Jamie and I are talking about prepping for a kitchen remodel. In case you're just tuning in, I would invite you to go to DaveFoxRadio.com. There you can see all of our previously broadcast shows and also a copy of this show in case you missed the first part. And maybe you're getting ready for a big kitchen remodel, so you could use all the pointers that you can get. Yeah. And believe me, you could use all the pointers (laughs) you can get. Major kitchen remodels is, yes. uh, it's a survival yeah. um, opportunity. Yeah. Oh, you know, one other thing I was thinking of, um, especially with like an air fryer or a crock pot or any of those kind of use items, a lot of them sell um, covers that you can put on them. So like I know a crock for a crock pot, for example, there's this kind of saran wrap like, I don't know, almost like a hairnet that you can put over the crock pot and then you can cook whatever you're cooking in it. And then the cleanup, you just throw that away. Oh, really? Um, and it really, if you don't have a sink, oh. is very beneficial. Um, so you put this in first and then you put your food inside that. Yeah. I see. So yeah. it doesn't dirty up your crock pot. So your crock pot's totally really? clean. I don't do anything like that. Yeah. So things like that can be really helpful mm-hmm. um, for a remodel because crock pots can really take some elbow grease to clean yeah. <laughs> um, depending on what you made in it and how long you let it sit for. But uh, I believe they make similar things for an air fryer. Um, also, even if you did get a um, kind of one of those mini ovens, you know, putting foil down helps a lot. So getting a good stock of those types of items, you're probably going to use a lot more foil, anything to avoid cleanup, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want your cleanup to be as minimal as possible. Sure. Um, so those yeah. things can be really helpful. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how we prep people okay. for a kitchen remodel. So <clears throat> uh, in a typical scenario with our company, you will have talked to our design consultant. They will have worked with our interior designer and designed the kitchen and plans. You've reviewed those, signed off. Okay, so you're all signed up. We've ordered the cabinets. They're coming at a certain date, and, and you're looking forward to that date, and we assign a start week. Mm-hmm. We don't promise a particular day. You know, we just kind of target a week because in this business, you don't know exactly what's going to happen from no. day to day. <laughs> so a couple of weeks before we're actually ready to go in there and start demo, our team's going to meet with you in your home. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the salesperson or design consultant, which we would call him, or the interior designer, mm-hmm. and the project manager. And he's yeah. the guy or gal who's taking the project and going to actually make it come to life. So 
there's a checklist we go through, <clears throat> a lot of different things we do to help prepare the homeowner to go through this experience. Yeah. And <clears throat> some our project managers, we always, we were actually, we were talking about this the other day in a meeting, how <clears throat> if someone has unreasonable expectations, like one of the project managers said, the client said, oh, I don't, there's not going to be any problems with this job. And he said, was quick to say, oh, no. There will be problems. Yes. <laughs> There's problems with every job. Something yeah. always happens. So we were talking about how if we hear of someone's unreasonable expectation, something mm -hmm. that we know we can't fulfill, that's the time to address it, not later when it blows up in everyone's face. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's so important for us to be able to communicate a realistic experience, mm -hmm. what it's really going to be like. And a lot of times homeowners are, this is a real exciting meeting, right? Yeah. They've spent tons of money, tons of time investing in this design and, and they're excited for the final product. Mm -hmm. So this is the meeting that kicks it all off. They're excited. Yeah. And it's like, everything's going to be wonderful. And they love Dave Fox remodeling and we never make mistakes. And yeah. <laughs> they're, we always beautiful, they feel really good about beautiful it. pictures of projects and nothing's going to go wrong. No, something is going to go wrong. Yes. But uh, we we're not going to leave it that <laughs> yeah. way, you know, but, uh, I mean, we're human. We make mistakes. Sometimes we make really stupid mistakes, mm -hmm. but we recover from them. Uh, we fix them. Um, you know, ever I've been doing this business a long, long time, and I've made every mistake there is to make at least once, <laughs> <laughs> if not twice, <clears throat> and it just happens. Yeah. But part of what we talk about is uh, preparing the space, and when there's demolition, there's hammers, there's sledgehammers, there's saws, vibration. So we talk to our clients about uh, anything that's on shelves that could rattle and fall off and break or pictures any hanging on walls yeah we'll go through and we'll kind of show the walls that are important and ask the clients to make sure they take everything off of that wall mm -hmm. uh, if they have china special china or something let's get it boxed up yeah because there's going to be a vibration mm -hmm. and that's just going to happen yeah so <clears throat> that's just kind of one of the practical things we do to get people ready we talk about the dust barriers that we're going to put up and how it's about as extensive as we could get, but it still doesn't keep all the dust out. Right. So dust finds a way. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> we can we can do a lot of things. We've got these dust collection machines. We mm -hmm. can create a negative airspace in the kitchen or bathroom we're working in. So it's drawing air from the house into that kitchen and then outside. So there's a lot of things that will really help to minimize dust. Yeah. Uh, we'll put filters over the return air ducts so that we're not sucking dust through the furnace system. Mm -hmm. So even after all that, there will still be s some dust. So yeah. people just need to know that. And yeah. if they have furniture, a lot of times people will cover furniture in the living room with cloths or plastic or something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we just want to kind of pre-warn people and let yeah. them know that this is some of the stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. I know. And so some of the other things that they talk about at that meeting and kind of discuss is, you know, a dumpster is required on roughly every job and yeah. um, kind of where that dumpster is going to sit and how long it's going to sit there for. And it, it's also an inconvenience. It might be in your way every time you try and pull into the garage, you mm -hmm. know, and you that's another thing you just kind of have to mentally prepare for. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we talk about yard signs at that meeting and where that should go. And, you know, it. 
it is really helpful when we have the yard signs for our people finding the house and our subs finding the house and things like that. Um, but it's not the most fun thing to mow around. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not the prettiest uh, ornament to put in your front yard. Hey, either. hey, hey. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's a great looking sign. If I must say Oh, so. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I was thinking about the dumpster. Right oh, there. yeah. The dumpsters, no. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> but they're necessary. The yard sign is very nice. Thank yeah. you. And people are proud to have it in their front yard. <laughs> they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, the, the dumpster is another thing that we need to... You know, it needs a home. It needs to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, something we do is often is we'll send letters to the neighbors of people starting a job just to let mm-hmm. them know that we're going to be in the area because the dust and the dirt doesn't always stay confined to that home. Yeah. You know, if it's a really dirty job or a really it's a, an addition and it rains, there's going to be dirt that may Digging, filter. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be stuff. noisy, things yeah. like that. So there's just a lot of elements to consider before yeah. starting the project. I want to tell kind of a, a little comical story about a dumpster <clears throat> and a real life scenario where, you know, we've got people work for us. They're proud of what they're doing. And we had a young project manager on a job. So we have a dumpster sitting right in front of this client's garage door. And the job was maybe halfway through. And all of a sudden, this big dent shows up in the garage door. And the client brought it to our project manager's attention. And he said, we didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got all these people in and out of the house. Here's the big dumpster with all these big boards and stuff in it a new dent in the garage door and our project manager just, just no we didn't do that well i'm i'm sure he honestly felt that but yeah i said to him now listen we're in and out of here every day we have a big dumpster right in front of the garage door with big stuff in it and all of a sudden the dent shows up in their door and we didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> i said we probably did it we need to take care of that yeah but that's just a real life scenario Things like that happen, but we take care of them. Absolutely. So we appreciate everybody listening today about prepping for a kitchen remodel. Uh, again, if you have any great ideas, send them in to us, info at dayfox.com. We're glad you listened. We will be back next Sunday morning at 8.